Hello and welcome to OCBC Insights. I'm Selena Ling, Chief Economist for OCBC Bank. I want to share with you today my thoughts after the Maniac Monday sell-off and where I think interest rates and financial markets will go from here. When Russia walked away from the OPEC Plus production cut agreement, crude oil prices saw a flash crash on the 9th of March. And the oil price shock drove the de-risking across many financial markets including equities and currencies and drove the flight to safety into bonds. At the crux of the matter is the fear of recession, and the oil price supply shock basically exacerbated an already significant demand shock from the COVID-19 outbreak. This one-two punch was sufficient to set off the biggest bloodletting since the global financial crisis. On 10th of March, however, Asian markets staged a rebound on hopes of coordinated fiscal action coming to the rescue. So what will be the appropriate policy response from here? Let me share with you three insights. First, we have seen that the three-month saw has been very reactive to the plunge in LIBOR amid the realised and anticipated Fed rate cuts. Despite the emergency 50 basis point rate cut by the Fed last week, market players are anticipating that the Fed will soon follow up with more rate cuts in short order, possibly 75 to 100 basis points at the next FOMC meeting in March. This is given the need to show up sentiments, especially business and consumer confidence, with the widening COVID-19 outbreak in the US. If this comes to pass, this means that the federal fund's target rate will be approaching the 0% handle very soon. And this sets a tone for other central banks and global interest rates to follow lower. In the case of Singapore, the MAS had previously flattened the sing near slope in October 2019 and may follow up with another monetary policy easing at a scheduled mid-April meeting. Fiscal policy had also turned more accommodative, with the planned $10.9 billion budget deficit in Budget 2020. This is equivalent to 2.1% of GDP. Basically, all the policy levers have turned more accommodative in view of the downside growth risk. That said, domestic short-term rates have fallen faster than what we anticipated. Given the global COVID-19 outbreak remains quite fluid and hence global risk sentiments still very fragile, market conditions will remain very choppy. If you look at the 10-year US Treasury bond yield, it plunged 59 basis points on the 9th of March and recovered some 34 basis points on the 10th of March. Very choppy indeed. Nevertheless, lower interest rates for longer appears to be the path of least resistance. Hence, it is hard to call a bottom to interest rates or yields yet. We expect that short-term domestic rates such as the Cyborg and SOAR will be very sensitised to the headline news about the COVID-19 outbreak, global policy easing and also inflation dynamics, especially in light of the recent oil price slump. We will have to wait for the dust to settle a little bit. The silver lining is this. In the case of Singapore, off-budget measures look increasingly likely as both growth and inflation forecasts continue to be revised downwards. The longer COVID-19 outbreak and choppy market conditions drag on, the more likely it is that we'll see further policy accommodation on both the fiscal and the monetary policy stance. And when will I call a bottom to this, this de-risking? We will need to see the peak and subsequent stabilisation in the number of new COVID-19 cases, both globally and also in Singapore. So stay tuned to our podcast for the next update. Thank you.
This has been a podcast from OCBC Bank. Follow us on Spotify for more episodes like the one you've just heard.